This is Bigger Pockets Daily, and I'm your host, Tyler. If you're ready to learn about real estate investing and you're short on time, what do you say we jump right in? Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. The dream of owning a vacation home can be daunting. From finding the best guests, to the maintenance, to organizing the cleaners after every guest day. With Vacasa, they make that dream into a reality. As a full-service vacation home management company with vacation homes in key destinations across the U.S., they know a thing about how to make owning a vacation home easy and profitable. On top of proactive property maintenance visits by professional local teams, a hospitality-driven booking platform, and around-the-clock support, Vacasa earns homeowners an average of 20% more revenue from their vacation homes. Vacasa is always thinking of ways to simplify the vacation home owning experience by putting your home to work for you. If you're looking to make more from your vacation home, work with the reliable property manager, and finally have peace of mind, partner with Vacasa at vacasa.com slash biggerpockets. That's vacasa.com slash biggerpockets. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. 11 Things a Landlord Cannot Do Before or After Leasing Out a Property by Remen Okarua As a landlord, you want to rent out your properties as soon as possible in nearly all cases. It's important to remember, though, that as soon as a rental agreement is signed by a tenant, there will be a list of things that a landlord cannot do related to the property. For example, Tenants have a right to quiet enjoyment, which means that landlords can't interfere with a tenant's day-to-day activities. And, even if a tenant violates the lease terms, a landlord cannot carry out an illegal eviction by moving a tenant's personal belongings without permission. In fact, you can't even change the locks. If you are a landlord, it is crucial to follow state laws regarding a tenant's rights and the implied warranty of quiet enjoyment. Unfortunately, from a landlord's perspective, it usually means the tenant has more rights to the property than the owner. Therefore, understanding what you can and cannot do is vital to running a successful rental business. That includes the 11 things we'll talk about today that you should never do if you are a landlord. 11 things a landlord cannot do. Number 1. Discriminate against a tenant. Landlords cannot show any form of discrimination against a tenant, even before signing the lease. What this means is that you can't refuse to rent to someone based on race, gender, national origin, religion, age, familial status, sexual orientation, or disability. After the lease agreement is signed, the same is true. You can't harass or terminate a lease based on discrimination. 
The Fair Housing Act also makes it clear that a landlord cannot ask certain things during an interview with a prospective tenant. For example, you should never ask the following types of questions. Do you plan on having children? Have you ever been arrested? That said, you have the right to find out about convictions during the screening process. Are you sure you will like living in the neighborhood? After all, there aren't many immigrants living here. Do you go to church around here? Number two, enter the property without notice. Despite owning the property, landlords cannot simply enter a rental property anytime they want. Landlords usually have to give notice of at least 24 hours if they're going to visit the property, and the notice must often be in writing. So, as a landlord, you must follow these laws before visiting a property. You must also state a valid reason for the visit and arrange the visit at a reasonable time. In turn, the tenant must approve the visit. However, they cannot deny access to the property when the request is reasonable. Number three, force a tenant to leave the property. Dealing with delinquent tenants can be challenging, but as much as you would like to, you can't just force a tenant out of the property. To remove a tenant from the property, you must go through the proper channels. This includes serving a cure or quit notice to the tenant. If the tenant doesn't remedy the lease violation, you can start eviction proceedings. However, you can't create an environment that would force a tenant out. For example, you can't start intimidating or threatening a tenant to pay rent if they've missed a payment. You must follow local laws on how to get a tenant to pay late rent instead. Several actions you may take would constitute an illegal self-help eviction, so be sure to know what the local laws are regarding evictions. Number four, change the locks. Unless you have a court order, you cannot just change the locks to prevent a tenant from entering the property. If you do this, you could be guilty of trespassing in some cases, despite being the property owner. Five, move a tenant's personal belongings without permission. You may have reasonable cause to evict a tenant, but you can't go through or remove a tenant's personal possessions from your property without legal grounds. What this means is that you can't just dump their belongings on the street unless you have an eviction order. And in some cases, you may not be able to do that, even after getting an eviction order. Let's suppose a tenant moves from the rental unit without notice and leaves behind personal items. In that case, you must follow state laws on how to deal with their personal belongings. As such, you may need to contact the former tenant or wait for a specific period of time to pass before trashing their stuff. Number six, switch off utilities. Landlords also can't just switch off utilities without notice. Doing so may seem like a great idea if you want to force them out of the unit, but it's not. A judge will likely rule this type of action as an unlawful eviction, and you could face penalties for doing so. Seven, raise the rent arbitrarily or without following the law. You may be thinking about regularly increasing the rent to force the tenant out of the apartment, but landlords cannot just raise rent arbitrarily. The monthly rent amount is in the rental agreement and typically can't be changed before the lease runs out. Plus, rent control laws in your area may restrict the amount in which you can raise the monthly rent. This usually also applies to rent renewals too. Eight, refuse to make necessary repairs. 
landlords have the responsibility to ensure warranty of habitability. This means that tenants have the right to safe and sanitary living conditions. As such, you cannot refuse to make necessary repairs that could put a tenant's health or life in danger. This includes refusing to do the following. Fix broken plumbing, heating, or electrical systems. Resolve issues with mold, asbestos, or lead-based paint. Repair toilets or fail to provide proper sanitation. Remedy any problem that would make the unit unfit for habitation. Deal with any pest or rodent infestation. Fail to ensure the rental unit meets current building codes. Number 9. Use a tenant's space. Landlords cannot ask or force a tenant to allow them to use the space the tenant pays rent for. For example, if the garage is included in the monthly rental payment, you can't store tools or other equipment there. Additionally, you can't have a closet, locked or otherwise, in the rental unit where you keep personal items. 10. Prohibit service animals. Let's suppose you have a no-pet clause in the rental agreement, but a tenant requires a service animal. In that case, you cannot refuse to rent to or evict the tenant due to the service animal being on the property. That's because a tenant's right to their service animal is protected in the Americans with Disabilities Act. In some cases, you can ask to see appropriate documentation, but otherwise, you must afford tenants with service animals the same rights as other tenants, and you must allow their service animal to be on the property as part of their tenancy. Number 11. Refuse to return a security deposit over wear and tear. While it may be tempting, landlords cannot use the security deposit to cover typical wear and tear to the property. Wear and tear is the expected deterioration of items caused by everyday use and could include worn or faded carpets, dirty grout in the bathroom, scuff marks on floors, or minor scratches on furniture. However, you can use the security deposit to pay for property damage that occurs outside of wear and tear as a result of the tenancy. Some reasons to refuse to return part or all of the security deposit may include chipped or broken countertops, unauthorized renovations, holes in walls or doors, ripped curtains or upholstery, burns, stains, or pet stains on carpets. Final Thoughts Becoming a landlord is an excellent way to generate regular income from real estate investing. As a landlord, however, it's vital to remember what you can and cannot do and know what would violate a tenant's rights. This means avoiding specific actions that could break the implied warranty of habitability or covenant of quiet enjoyment. As long as you deal with tenants within the bounds of state laws, you will avoid potentially costly lawsuits. Thanks for checking out this episode of Bigger Pockets Daily. Remember, every Thursday there's a new episode of the Bigger Pockets Real Estate Podcast. And they drop an episode each Sunday, too. Twice a week. Sheesh. Slackers. But seriously, check out Brandon and David's show. You can search for it on your podcast app or go to biggerpockets.com slash podcast. Meanwhile, I'll meet you back here tomorrow.